0: Hey guys, bonus mini episode of the Joshi pod. Welcome to the show. Dylan Murray, a uh, writer at deadlock, uh, podcaster with the victory through guts and the stardom quest. Welcome to the show, Dylan. Thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here. Uh, wow. yeah, <laughs> my, my, all my, all my pleasure. So Dylan, uh, your podcasts, you podcast about uh, Joshi wrestling quite a bit. And kind of, kind of talk to us about a little bit how you got into just wrestling in general.
1: Well, wrestling in general is a very wide story. Uh, you know, back in the day, uh, I'm about to get all into it. Back in the day, my my neighbor he was like, "Hey, there's this dude called Rey Mysterio. He's <laughs> dope. Like, he wears a mask and stuff. It's awesome. You got You gotta check it out." And I'd be like, "Okay." I was like four, so I was like, "Okay," and I you know started watching with that, started playing with action figures. Became a huge fan through that. Um, and for, you know, what, what has it been, like 12, 13 years now? Um, I'm a young boy. I'm, I'm 17. So that's a pretty long time for, for <laughs> being 17 to be watching wrestling. It's pretty much all I know at this point. And, yeah, that's that's how I started watching that. Um, and then Joshi. Joshi I started watching in 2018 because of Ring of Honor. A uh, Waiter Tai was on the Ring of Honor show. Um, War of the Worlds, I believe. They had Hazuki, Kagetsu, Hana, and Mayu were on the show. And I saw Hana Kimura, and I was like, she is incredible. And that was my
0: initial uh, intro to Joshi as well. So you only know like WWE Rey Mysterio. That's when you first started watching, right? Yes. Uh, Something about me is that I'm very much like a... um,
1: Over time, I just started like researching everything. Like wrestling, just became like, oh, so this is like, this is my history. Like this is what I'm gonna learn about. Like this is this is my subject. So it's like I didn't watch uh, Mysterio versus Psychosis, which I'll say Mysterio versus Psychosis in ECW is probably my favorite Mysterio match. It's a bit, it's a bit, you know, controversial because I know his stuff with Eddie, everybody loves Mm -hmm. a bit more, but him versus Psychosis was my was my absolute that was my bag. but yeah, so I started watching Rey Mysterio uh, after his first world title reign in WWE. So it was like after he even like technically peaked. Uh, so yeah, that's why I first started Started
0: watching Rey. It was kind of insane. What part of the country were you growing up in? Uh, Chicago. Well, outside of Chicago, um, a little suburb. Did you get to go to live WWE shows at
1: all? Um, once in a while, I went to one or two. You know, growing up, and then by the time I was like, you know. Just more financially able to go to wrestling shows. I started going to indie shows more. Um, I go to a live AEW now. So yeah, uh, that was you know like yeah. So growing up, I went to a couple. Uh, I went to one SmackDown in like 2010, and then I went to two like live events around Christmas. But other than that, uh, mostly indie stuff.
0: See, I'm an older guy, so I I know pre-internet. I'm I'm I was pre-internet, like trying to find uh, things. So you young kids have it easy nowadays, but uh, <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> but like how I, did, how did you discover indie wrestling, or how did you find out the local indie indie scene? Uh, I have to I have to credit where credit is due. Johnny Gargano and Tommaso
1: Ciampa showed up on NXT one year, uh, and they were doing the the mixed deal. They were the first ones to do the mixed deal between, like, oh, I'm in NXT, I'm doing this stuff, but I'm also still an indie wrestler. Um, and then Solomon Crow, who's Sammy Callahan, mm-hmm. um, he had just quit, and he came to AEW. He was my favorite in NXT because I'm a weirdo who's like, hey, that's a hacker. He seems cool. <laughs> I like him now. Um, and they are all going to be on the same indie show. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I'll, I'll go check that out. And then I checked it out, and there were a bunch of names on there. Like that's where I first learned about Eddie Kingston. He's probably my favorite male wrestler right now. Um, Chris Hero was there. It was like after that, I was just hooked on everything other than WWE wrestling. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny because you know now top stars in WWE are the reason why I was like, yeah, this is the best thing ever. So yeah, that that was my intro to indie wrestling, and then I started. Um, growing into other wrestling because i I started making friends on the internet like regarding wrestling and started growing like that
0: so who uh, who was like your local favorite i mean pick a guy that's not been in wwe pick somebody who, who you just liked that was uh maybe not the the most popular person
1: um you know actually still not the most popular people it's a tag team um besties in the world they are absolutely amazing. Great tag team. One of my fa- like seriously one of my favorite tag teams of all time. Um, and they don't get anywhere near enough credit for just being real. Like they they're a bit more like comedic, but at the same time they're still real wrestlers. Like they're really really just good at wrestling. Um, and their promos are always on point. You know their their work is always on point. I feel like people really should be looking at the besties. They're mostly Midwestern guys, but they they do like Europe sh- shows and stuff before quarantine obviously but
0: see that's how i feel about uh pp ray uh ray rosas and and peter avalon out here yes. in Southern california yes it's kind of the same kind of deal where they're like a, a bit of a comedy act but they can still wrestle a, a, amazing matches as well
1: i i remember um when i first started watching pwg uh um pp ray and the beaver boys they were like I was like, how are these guys not, like, Like these guys are amazing. Like, how are these guys, like, like, they were, like, when they were in PWG prominently, they were still, like, on the lower of the card. So I was like, Peter Avalon should be, like, doing stuff. And I'm happy that he's doing stuff now, even though it's him losing all the time. It's still pretty fun because I love Peter Avalon. Um, and same with, with John Silver and Alex Reynolds. Like, it's, it, yeah, th- I, I definitely get what you mean because PP Ray was absolutely amazing back in the day. And, yeah, like Ray oh, Rosas
0: is my my favorite non super famous wrestler. I think.
1: I get that. I get that. I, yeah, he he rules, man. <laughs> I love wrestling. Like sometimes <laughs> when you just think about wrestling, it's just like, man, there's so much. Like there's there's some there's quite a bit bad, but there's some real good stuff in wrestling. It's pretty fun.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because people dwell on the bad so much, but I mean, that's, there there is so much good out there right now.
1: Yes, very very much.
0: So. Are you into like other sports, or are you like just a hundred percent into wrestling?
1: I'm into other sports. Um, you know, it's it's mostly like a, a family thing where it's like, you know, I start I grew up watching football with my grandpa, um, so it's like I watch football still. Um, but I also watch um, wrestling with with my grandpa too. And you know, like, but it, I'd say I'm mostly wrestling. But you know, I, if other sports are on, I'll probably
0: watch them. Um, yeah, it's like,
1: yeah. It's it's is it, a bit.
0: Is, is it like bears cubs kind of thing, or what's it? Oh uh, yeah, bears and socks. Actually, okay. I'm a
1: South sider, so I'm a big Sox guy. Um,
0: yeah, that
1: those those are basically the two because the Bulls are sort of the Bulls. So like that's those are basically the two that I follow, because they're both doing pretty well, and I like both of those sports a bit more. So, <laughs> so are, are you still in high school right now? Uh, no, I I was homeschooled, mm. and so I just finished up. So,
0: yeah, I, I was gonna ask you a question. We you the weird wrestling kid in high school?
1: Uh, I was the <laughs> so yeah, so I went to I went to high school for well, public high school for freshman year, and then I stopped. but in, and there wasn't much like wrestling interaction in high school. But in middle school, um, there's me and my friend Timmy. And Timmy is the most timmy looking person. He was very, very small. He's very, very short. He was a you know a little kid with with red hair, and he was the biggest wrestling fan. Like me and him would just talk every time we would see each other in the halls. We would do the Kevin Nash, Shawn Michaels, um, too sweet thing, <laughs> like because he was short and I was tall. Like like that was like like every time we would see each other. This was just like all we would do is we would talk about what happened at the pay per view last night. Like and that was like if it wasn't for him, I probably would have been the really weird wrestling kid. If I didn't have somebody to talk to about it, but I could just concentrate all of my wrestling energy. Like, dude, did you see what? Like every every day that I would see him in the hall, it was so fun. So yeah, Timmy, Timmy's me, a real one. Uh, and then in high school, like I was just, you know, I was a bit quieter by the time I got there. So I was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to talk about wrestling. I could talk about wrestling online. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so how how have you? Interacted with people. I'm curious about that people that all they've known is I mean it has been online You know not before online. What 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 kind of interactions do you have with people online? I mean is it mostly positive? It's mostly positive. Uh, I'm
1: very much a, a somebody who believes that it's like If there's negativity and like you don't personally want to invest in it, you don't have to Especially mm-hmm. with the internet like 100 that with the internet. So it's like I i'm pretty good at just like keeping things positive you know like with interactions it's very it's very hard to get like a rise out of me on the internet or it's like get me to like like get mad at you like it's like so yeah it's, it's mostly positive um i also have like the few groups of friends that i hang out with in in the wrestling scene are pretty cool like they're pretty chill um some of them i've known for like five six years now because you know i was uh 12 years old when I started like, going on the internet and going on Amino and checking that stuff out. So it's like some of these guys I've, I've known for longer than some of my friends in real life. Uh, some of them not so much. You know, some of them came along the way. But yeah, I, I, I keep it pretty, pretty chill, pretty positive overall. Um, and I'm very, very proud of that. Because if I didn't, I would probably just stop. <laughs> like I would just not be on the internet. It would be impossible.
0: Yeah, I, I try to mostly keep it positive. Every once in a while, I'll jump in with uh, like uh, I'm not a fan of Joey Ryan, but I'll I'll throw my Joey Ryan take out there. But for the most part, I'll I'll keep it pretty positive and and uh, tweet mostly hearts and how much I love certain wrestlers. But uh, yeah, it, it, but there's so much negativity. It's hard for sometimes, especially on Twitter, for me to to engage too too much.
1: Yeah, that's that's definitely true because it's like I, and I, that's the same with me where it's like I think like. There's, there's levels of criticism to have of whatever. Like, you can... like And that's also how I feel about a lot of things. That's like, you can feel upset about anything you want. You can feel, you know, like, you can be... You can be angry. You can be... Like, there's valid things to be angry about. Like, trust me. About, like, anything in life. Um, But I personally am going to be upset within myself about it. Mm-hmm. And just, like, not, like, let the virus out. You know what I mean? Where it's, yeah. like, let the... Like So it's like if I, if I am complaining about something, it's probably like the New Day splitting. Like that's something that I did complain about a lot because that's something mm-hmm. that I just truly care about because I love the New Day. Um, but it's not something that's like, oh, I hate. It's like, no, it's just like I'm just upset and that sucks. I wish they didn't do it. Like, you know, like that. that's more of the I try to keep it at that. And I try not to be like, you know, hateful, angry about mm-hmm. any given thing at least like publicly because it's just easier to just be like that sucks or you know like just like in my own brain i guess tell me why you like the new day new day i i just remember them i remember xavier woods i always loved xavier woods i always loved Kofi kingston biggie i was never too big on now biggie's the goat but i was never too big on biggie and i remember xavier woods coming out in his bright white suit and him being like kofi you can be better than this Big E, you can be better than this. And I was like, they could be better than this. This, like they, they let's they're about to do something. And I was so excited for that. Um, and I like just from that moment, I was like, they like I'm excited for this. Then they came out as preachers, and I was just like, okay, like not a big fan, but you know, I'm I'm still I'm still here. And then once they started like hitting, I was just like, these guys. And then over the past, what is it, six years now? Absolutely amazing. Probably best tag team of all time, just in my opinion. Probably, definitely my favorite male tag team of all time. Uh, there are some women that may give them run for their money, but <laughs> man, it's like I don't know. Like just like they, they never stopped hitting for me. And some people, they definitely stopped hitting for. Like like some people are like, okay, this is getting boring. This is getting real boring. And I was just like, I still love it. I don't know what y'all are talking about. Like this is great like I can I can live with this for another ten years if if they kept going so yeah, they've they've always been my dudes. Are you a fan of their podcast? Yes, I listen to it every week <laughs> that's that was the one thing with the that I actually got upset about with the split was like if they stop doing the podcast, I'm gonna be actually upset. So it's like that's <laughs> that's what I listen to when I do chores you know like I just like I just like you know do the dishes and I listen to the new day. it's like they're just like talk and it's just fun like that that's what I do like i I listen to to podcasts listen to yours i listen to the deadlocks and i especially listen to new Thank days you. Those, are, those are the three that i really like listen to a lot um talk to jericho occasionally but you know um but new day it's like always like okay listen to new day i'm gonna get some stuff done i'm gonna you know just like i'm gonna laugh gonna have a laugh i'm gonna it's it's love their podcast absolutely like amazing podcast if they change it in any way i'm gonna be seriously upset <laughs> like you will be like i like i will be on twitter angry <laughs> like that like don't mess with my podcast there.
0: <laughs> so the, the only thing I don't like, I mean, I love their podcast. So I listen to it every week. Uh, Xavier Woods's laugh kind of gets to me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I could get
1: that. Yeah, after I've I've watched up up down down for a while. After a while, you get
0: used to it, but it's definitely uh, an acquired taste, to say yeah. the least. It's it's a bit it's a bit over the top. So he, he, he kind of turned with his laugh, he turned teal on me a little bit. So I, I'm a big, uh, big and Kofi guy, but I'm not so much <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> just because of his laugh. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> so you say you watch up, up, down, down. Are, are you a gamer at all?
1: Yes. Uh, I grew up a gamer. Um, nowadays it's like,
0: and same
1: with anime, which is like a whole nother discussion, but it's like I, I say I am, but I don't. Like have a lot of games that I'm like playing right now. It's like I don't have a lot of like anime shows I'm watching right now. But I still like love video games. You know, I'm crazy about all that type of stuff. Um, if you were gonna ask my favorite video game, for everybody wondering, is Kingdom Hearts Two. Um, favorite video game. Like I, I remember playing it when I was little, and then I was like, oh, this is great. And like my disc was broken, and so I just kept replaying the first five hours of it because I was just addicted. And then like six years later i was like oh they did a remake of it i should buy this and so i bought it and i was like this is actually an amazing game like this is insane like it was just like yeah um plus that's also one of
0: momo, momo watanabe's favorite games so i think i'm pretty validated just saying. Somebody <laughs> was, play- Wait, was it yappy playing it on the other day on- i can't remember somebody was playing it the other day on uh, they were posting screenshots of it but yeah um so, what system do you play? the The PlayStation or the uh, Xbox? Yeah,
1: I'm I'm big PlayStation guy. Um, I always oh, was. Me uh, too. Yeah, uh, I remember my sister for her communion got a PlayStation Two, and it made no sense because she didn't like video games. Um, <laughs> like she was just like, "Ooh, it sounds it sounds cool," and my mom's like, "Are you sure?" And she's like, "Yeah." So she got it, and then she played it for like a month, and then was like, eh, "Okay." And so I was like, can I have it? And and they were like, yeah, I guess. And so I had a PlayStation 2 after that. Uh, And then I started playing everything, you know, like a lot of wrestling games, obviously. But I also, you know, like I said, Kingdom Hearts, a lot of RPGs, uh, Tony Hawk games are one of my favorite. Um, And then after that, it's like, oh, well, I got to get the PlayStation 3. And I was like, oh, I got to get the PlayStation 4. Mm -hmm. Probably not getting the PlayStation 5 because my PlayStation 4 works perfectly fine. But, (laughs) you know, yeah, I'm, I'm a big PlayStation guy.
0: It'll be a while before I get a PS Five, yeah. So, my PS Four is working just just fine right now. Exactly, exactly. So I'm more of the weirdos. I mean, I'm, I might out myself here a little bit by people listening to the podcast, but I'm not a big anime guy. I don't I don't get it. I don't I don't like it. <laughs> that's
1: that's fair. You know, like it's it's one of those things where it's like I, I vibed with it a lot just because I was just like, uh, actually, my wrestling friends introduced it to me. I, they were like, "Hey, you should watch uh, My Hero," which is like the most popular anime nowadays um and i was like okay and i was like oh so this is like sky high but like dope so i was like this i'll watch this and then it's like i would like dip into other ones it's like oh so it's like this is pirates but like with superpowers and sort of awesome like that's pretty dope like you know like so it's like after a while i was just like this is this i can i can integrate with this um plus it it got me uh a little thing the a couple weeks ago a couple months ago um I actually worked with an anime YouTuber uh, for a wrestling thing. Um, he he does a lot of anime, and I'd, I'd been watching his anime stuff for a long time, and he makes like one or two um, wrestling videos. His name is Super Eyepatch Wolf. And he made a wrestling video about heels. His and, parents um, are
0: interesting for naming him,
1: uh. Yeah, yeah, very. I know. it's. I think it's an <laughs> Irish thing. It's definitely an Irish <laughs> thing. Um, but yeah, uh, and I, I helped him with the Kagetsu part of his of his video. Um because obviously like I uh, we'll get into it a little bit later. I'm a very, you know, diehard Kigetsu. I know everything about her basically. <laughs> um and so I helped him with that part of the video. And sometimes if like I'm feeling sad, I was going to the comments of that video and see all the love for Kigetsu and for that section of the video. And it is so much and I'm just like, man, this is dope. And it's like I probably wouldn't have even answered that DM if I didn't know like about anime, if I didn't know about you know the guy himself. And like I didn't know him, and that was just really cool for me.
0: So it's like, yeah. Uh, long story short, I love anime. <laughs> see, I feel guilty because I mean, I've luckily been able to go to Japan a few times now, and I go to Akihabara and then see all these things, and like people are like, oh, did you do this? It's not my thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, I know. I that's that's. I'll be honest. I do not understand how you can go to Japan and not like One Piece cuz like one piece is everywhere <laughs> like <laughs> like like that's like superman like how do you how like how do you <laughs> like you know like that's that's insane to me but,
0: but you know what i i, I, I don't it. i don't watch a whole lot of animation in america either i've never seen an episode of the simpsons i've never seen a full episode i might need to stop this now what are you talking about dude <laughs> come on
1: i am i'm 17 and i watch this. what is wrong with you what <laughs>
0: Sorry I used to, come. to watch. I, I used to watch South Park when it first came out. But I haven't watched South Park in forever. I don't know. I just. I, I'm not into animation for some reason. So, sorry to come at you on your own podcast, but don't, Jesus, don't man, what the hell? <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm, I'm a big. I'm a big South Park guy uh, too. <laughs> I I watch basically every episode of South Park too. Why would oh. the
0: fat one have to be named Eric? That's bull. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god! I didn't <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're you're literally you're literally named the same as the worst character in animation history. Like yeah. just like morally, the worst character in animation history. That's hilarious.
0: I leaned into it when it first came out, though, so I, I went for it. <laughs> and then and then he started feeding people their own parents, and it was like a, yeah. hey, oh, that's that's a bit it's a bit
1: much. I think I'm gonna distance myself from that. One. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So how, how did you transition from just being a fan and, and watching and, and researching to, to wanting to create content?
1: Uh, that was mostly just like a, a personal fun of me. So it's, it's kind of ironic. Um, I'll give you a bit of a timeline for it. Um, I was younger and I would watch YouTube a lot, you know, just watch whatever. And I found this dude named Tony Pizza Guy um who was a wrestling content creator. Um and again I was like what was I? I was 12 I think, 11 maybe. Um and I just I loved his videos, you know, I loved hearing people talk about wrestling. They'd talk about people I didn't even know cuz I was a big WWE guy. So they'd talk about like Prince David and Kevin Steen, and I'd be like, and kensa and I'd be like, "Who are these people?" Like this is like this is so interesting. And so so I got attached to that a lot. Um and he advertised a app called Amino, um, which is like a community app whatever blogging app too um that's its main function and so i downloaded that and then you know after a while it's like i sort of integrated into that community blah 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 um and i started writing cuz it's like all my friends were like hey like this is a blog posting website you should try to like write something i was like okay um and so like i started writing they're pretty bad and then like i just kept going um and then one day i wrote about joshi on on the website I wrote a, a blog called line in the sand because Evolution, the WWE show, was about to happen, and I was like, since we're talking about all these wonderful women in wrestling, I want to introduce you guys to Joshi wrestling. Um, this is obviously after I already learned about Joshi wrestling. I, you know, mm-hmm. found Hanakamura and Oedotai through Ring of Honor, and then you know, um, and so I was like, I want to bring this to to Amino. I want people to know about this. So I wrote about it, and it was a hit. So I was like, oh wow, and it was a pretty good you know blog in general. So it's like I kept writing, whatever. And then last summer, I was like, in the most American, capitalistic way possible, I was like, maybe I can make money off of this. <laughs> like I'm a pretty good writer. Like I think I think I'm pretty dope. Like I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty solid. So um, plus I, I I needed like a summer job. Like, you know that was just like a thing. So I was like, okay, well I'll reach out to some websites and see what's going on. Um, I didn't really get get paid. For a while, obviously, because I was a 16-year-old writing about Joshi wrestling. It was a bit it was a bit niche at that point. Um, but so, you know, I started, like, becoming, like, an actual writer. You know, went from blogging for fun and just, like, you know, all that, like, you know, fun stuff to becoming an actual writer, being on a re- writing team. And then um, I hit up Pulse, and this is where it sort of comes full circle. Pulse, Tony Pizza Guy, and Johnny and Marcus are the ones who run Deadlock. So... Tony pizza guy set in motion my writing career and now he hired me. So that's kind of dope. Um, so yeah, so I, I, hit a pulse about, you know, possibly writing for deadlock. I sent him my first Kagetsu article and he was like, this is dope. Um, like I'll, I'll pay you for it. And I was like, that's dope. I've never been paid for this. I'm, this is awesome. Um, and then I just got a contract with them and I started writing every month for them. And then uh, during quarantine, I was like, I need something to do. I need mm-hmm. something to watch. I need something to do. Um, and Deadlock actually put out a Cutie Suzuki shirt. Uh, and I was like, oh, I've, I've never really watched old Joshi, I guess. Like, I should I should check her out. And um, sorry if I'm tangenting a bit too much. Don't go, 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 go,
0: go, go. Yeah.
1: Um, and so I watched a Pure Wave video. Have you watched Pure Wave? Pure Wave is absolutely amazing with their little music videos um, of older wrestling a lot. And. There was one that was a Cutie Suzuki Megumi Kudo, uh, music video. It was like a it was like a cross between the two of them. And I was watching it, and I was like, I know I'm supposed to be like looking up Cutie Suzuki, but Megumi Kudo <laughs> is amazing. And I was like, this is insane. And so I started, you know, watching old Joshi wrestling, and that just became my thing. Like throughout quarantine, that's all I did was just watch old Joshi wrestling. And at one point, I asked my editor for last word. I was like, hey, you wanna do like an old podcast, like an old Joshi podcast? And he was like, I ain't got nothing else to do, sure. And so that's where Victory Through Guts was originally created. So yeah.
0: So did you have any experience like producing a, a podcast at all? And you know No.
1: No, not at all. Uh that was I I very much am somebody who's like I have very little motivation until I do, and then I do everything, and I'm just like, I don't know how I'm doing this, I'll just do it, and it'll happen, and I will figure it out. Um, so, when you listen to the first episode of Victor Through Guts, it's quite bad. Because I had no idea how to edit a podcast, let alone how to record a podcast, let alone how to, like, I didn't know anything. I was just like, I could do this. Why not? Like, it's, it's like, I, I asked my, my friends from Death Graps, um trevor and ian they both you know i'm I'm friends with them they do a deathmatch podcast and i was like any advice and they're like the biggest issue with starting a podcast is just like feeling like you can actually start a podcast (laughs) other than that you can work stuff out over time so it's like just do it like get a partner do it you know like find a thing to watch and just start and then over time you'll be like oh that doesn't really work that well or oh like that you know, editing process isn't really great, you know, whatever. And just, you will start from there. And so, yeah, like over the past couple months, because Victor Duguts is a monthly podcast, um, whereas Starting Quest is a weekly podcast. Uh, luckily I don't have to edit those, but, uh, <laughs> so like every month you just like hear better quality because I'm getting better at editing. And that's also a sort of like fulfilling thing for me. Cause it's like, you know, Alex was just texting me the other day. He's like, have you listened back to the first episode of victory through Gus? And I'm just like, not in a while. And he's like, it's horrible. Like who, like who would listen to us? Like why? Like how did this, like what? And I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it is. I, like, yeah, like probably. And so like that, that's sort of like a, a fun thing. Cause like, oh, I, I pretty, I proud, I pride ourselves in having pretty decent podcasts overall nowadays. So yeah, that, that, that I was never I never knew anything about audio. Um I knew a little bit about video which is not useful in a podcast setting.
0: <laughs> so it's
1: like yeah, I, I was I was going in dry on that one.
0: Yeah, I didn't know I didn't know the first thing about podcasting either when I decided to to do it and my I, I cringe when I listen to my early episodes as well.
1: Yeah. It's 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 just funny because like that and that one is the most listened to because it was like the first episode so it's like you know it has a bit of a bump and I'm just like Man, if they if like our most listened to episode could just be like our fifth one, like that would be great because like <laughs> that one was like so much better. Like that was like just like was fun to listen to. It was like like we weren't so stiff and the 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 quality was good. And it's like I'm just like man, it could it could have been a completely different trajectory? But you know, it, we're, we're, we keep on trucking and we're happy to.
0: So how many episodes deep are you in on both the podcasts? Uh, on. Victory Through Guts, we just finished
1: our seventh one, which is a FMW special. Because
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, for Victory Through Guts, if, if you know, the viewers don't know, uh, basically we go 30 years in the past exactly to the month, basically, and we watched whatever Joshi Wrestling was out at that time. Um, and in 1990, it was a bit rough because the boom period didn't really start yet. So the stuff that you can find is a bit rough. So, you know, we would have to compile different things. We'd have to figure stuff out. This was all me just, like, trying to figure this all out to work. Um, And so at one point I was like, well, there's not really any AJW shows in October. And FMW is all over the place with their women's division in 1990. So I'll just put all of the FMW matches together and watch them on one episode of the podcast. So we had this big FMW special. It was really fun. Um. You know, we talked about Luther for a minute, because shout out Luther. Yeah. And, you know, like, and that was that was that. So we're on seven for that one. Um, And the next one's going to be our biggest because it's WrestleMarine Piad, which is their big show back in the day. So that's going to be hopefully our, you know, big, big podcast. And then for Stardom Quest, I don't remember what episode we're on because we do it every damn week. <laughs> uh, but we started right before the five star. Um, And, you know, we were, I was just talking about. I'm very analytical with Joshi wrestling. Uh, If you read my deadlock articles, I'm very much like, uh, you know, like I I analyze the wrestling and like how it's going. And rather than just like talking at it, like at a face value. And that's just how I enjoy um, consuming my wrestling in general. So I was like going at it at a at an analytical point of view where it's like, Oh, well, Azumi's here and she's doing this. And it's like, this, you know, like, so that was our first episode and it's been Eight or nine. I know we're getting up there. Like, and by getting up there, I mean like we've been doing it every week for two and a half months, three months, almost. So yeah. Uh,
0: that's that's harder than people think. It doing is. a week,
1: weekly podcast. Oh my god, it is. Like sometimes, like it'll be Monday and, I'll, and Alex will text me. He's like, "Hey, so what we're gonna do?" And I was like, "I haven't even like thought about watching Stardom <laughs> yet. Like I haven't even like thought about it." And then the issue with Stardom is that they don't they don't upload every week. Like, they upload very, you know, like, Sonny has, has his way to go, and he does what he does. So, like, whether we get to watch it for the podcast or not, it's really all in his hands. And let's just say he's not a big fan of us because he really screws us over quite frequently with his upload
0: schedule. So,
1: yeah, it's... it's
0: Sometimes it's he doesn't seem like a fan of a lot of people. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, you can say that! Uh... <laughs>
1: Man, like that, that's a that's a that's a Ryan joke. And like all respect to Sonny because you know if it wasn't for him, there would be no subtitles. So it's like, oh yeah. lo- love love you, Sonny, I guess. But that's just like a running joke that's just like, man, this guy like has us by the balls with this one. <laughs> like with everything. Like he he's like it's it's impossible. And it's just like that's that's just like a Ryan joke that me and my friends have that it's like Sonny just dictates our lives. Like that's it. <laughs> like that, like this random dude who lives in Japan just dictates their lives.
0: So I want your opinion on this. I've called stardom the WWE of Joshi wrestling. It's very homogenized. And uh, what is your take on my take?
1: I think that's fair, but I would disagree. I would say it is the New Japan pro wrestling of the world. Like, it it is becoming very much New Japan-esque. And, like... You know whether it's because of Bushi Road, it is because of Bushi Road. But I I think it is a a by WWE when you think about it, like oh, it's the gateway into everything else. That's true. Um, and but I'd say it's better as a comparison to New Japan because New Japan is also a gateway into everything else when it comes to regular Puro, um, just like Stardom is to Joshi. I also think that Stardom is I don't know. I feel like that's a bit too stank. For, for stardom. <laughs> like it's a bit like it's a bit mean. You know, like it's and like I have a very, you know my my heart is very much like fond of the past. So it's like I'll I'll like hold on to things and I'll be like, yeah, but this used to be great. So it's like you disrespecting Kagetsu's home promotion a <laughs> bit sus. You know, like that like it's it still doesn't doesn't feel right, you know? And and then like the other day on the on the New Japan show when B Priestley came out with the Aowado tie shirt on, I was like, "When do I just call it a day of like <laughs> saying that Aowado tie is a good faction?" Like like it's it's hard, and I love most of the members of Aowado tie, but it's it's hard. Uh,
0: like <laughs> it, it's it's
1: getting to the point where it's like just Stardom in general. It's like I love the promotion, I love some of the matches. My versus Shuri was long, but I loved it. Uh, it's 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 a good it's a good promotion for the most part sometimes, but. There are just certain things that are just like, man, it would be so easy to retain my
0: attention better.
1: So yeah, I guess I guess the WWE comparison is sort of fair. Like, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just I mean, it, it's becoming you know how the WWE went through the, the cookie cutter, like everybody looks the same kind of thing, you know, and yeah. and Stardom is just trying to make everybody pretty and you know and nice, and I'm like, ah, I, 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 where's the where's the the where's the monsters at? Where's you know that kind of thing? I, I think we need some, some monsters back in join in stardom at least. Yeah, and and I I
1: if if you couldn't tell, if everybody couldn't tell, huge Kagetsu mark. Huge <laughs> Kagetsu mark. Favorite wrestler of all time, straight up. Like I'll I'll i I'll, I'll buy her as like top five greatest wrestlers of all time, period. Like on a bit more of an objective scale. Personally, she's my favorite wrestler of all time. So it's like I look at her and be like, "Why can't all of wrestling be like Kagetsu?" Like that's just my immediate thought of everything. So it's like I just look at Sarm now and it's like they're really missing the like the sweet spot of just like character dynamics where it's mm-hmm. like a Tai is a bit too much. Like like I, I like um I like Natsuko a lot and I've always liked Natsuko a lot um Saki people give me a lot of a hard time cuz I'm not a huge saki guy. Uh, and Konami is obviously great, but I feel like they are way past and it's fine, but they're way past that level of like uh enjoyable heel and they're just they're like the bad guy heel and that's fine, but with Tokyo Cyber Squad gone, there's no real like fun heel. And there's mm-hmm. no like there's no there's not like there's not that Kagetsu dynamic, there's not that Hazuki that de- dynamic, you know, like Natsu doesn't really feel necessarily in place uh, with, like, the heel-heel bad guy Oedotai. Like, it's it's a really weird position that they're in and that they put themselves in with, you know, a bunch of baby face groups, a bunch of, like, nice, you know, like, pretty girls, like you said. And then also Oedotai is there. And it's, like, sort of, like, a weird—they're in a really weird position just, like, from their uh, alignment chart ways where it's, like, it's all— you know, random versions of good and then Oedotai is also there.
0: Yeah, I, I started it. making my I started making my WWE comparison when when like Kagetsu started when the, that when they started leaving when people started, you know, going away from the company like everybody started looking the same to me almost.
1: I get that. And it's it's very difficult because yeah, like Kagetsu and Hazuki leaving at first was so hard and then losing Arisa and Hannah and even like me and, me and Paul talk about it that it's like Leo Onozaki was just like a heart. Like like just like the was like the heart of stardom. Like she was there. Even if she was losing every day, like she was like she felt important to to us. Like like that was just like like it's like we enjoyed her. And then when she left, it was just like, oh, you know, like like just like learn little things like that are just like, oh, this is like it's it's getting harder to like invest fully in it. And so I I don't I don't blame people for not wanting to invest fully in it anymore. But I still do just because it's it's I, I feel like with a lot of wrestling, I have almost like a like <clears throat> commitment issue where it's like I still watch I like my my tradition is every year I watch at least half of the G1 shows live, even if I'm not a big fan of New Japan at that point in time. I just like that's just what I do because it's just like it's a comfort thing like it's a matter of like oh well I did it last year and I did it year before and I enjoy it it's like comforting so it's not me going on my way to do something it's just how I do so I'll just do it and like this year's G1 was fine but it's like it's it wasn't that great so people are like why are you still watching the G1 every night and I'm just like I don't know <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know, like, it's just, I just, I, I want to, I guess, and it's the same thing with Stardom, where it's like, I recognize the issues, the the mm-hmm. surplus of issues, and the, the, you know, I recognize why some people wouldn't want to watch it anymore, but I'm just like, yeah, but, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it, because, like, every once in a while, there's there's an Azumi versus uh, Starlight Kid match, and it's like, mm-hmm. I love that. Or every once in a while there's a really amazing Maya match. By every once in a while, I mean every fucking month at this point. <laughs> like she's killing it. Like, you know, like like there's little things like that. That's like uh, there's reasons for me to stay. Plus, you know, obviously the podcast, you know, it's it's fun enough to talk with Alex more than once a month. So it's 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 a nice
0: a nice little thing, I guess. Oh yeah, and, and I still watch I mean with all the issues I have with but with, well, it's not a lot of issues with stardom, but with the issue I have with stardom, I mean I still watch. You know, it's still quality content. I still enjoy it. But, you know, I I, I just would like it to be better. That's all. Oh, yeah, for sure. I,
1: and that's, that's something that, that is talked about a lot in Stardom Quest. Is that it's like, this is good. But there are these small things that you can definitely easily do as a promotion to make it better. And, you know, one of the things that we're always hung up on is the live shows dilemma. Where it's like, I know that it's difficult with Stardom World. And it's like, there's whatever issue there. But you got to start doing live shows because, like, Mm -hmm. every other company is passing you at this point with that. Like, and I think that Stardom would be a lot, excuse me, would be a lot better and would be a lot more easily digestible if I was able to watch it live. Like, just basically. Mm -hmm. And that would just be so much easier. Like, then, you know, and it's like, obviously, I'll go back and watch subtitles because I really do like subtitles and promos. Like, I think that's like that's the one thing that they were always like oh we're ahead of the curve because we have a translator and it's like okay but you only translate this like you only translate the before like it's it's just whatever just make it live so i can watch it and then talk about it and then enjoy it like it, it would just be a lot easier plus the whole results thing is another issue that a lot of people have where it's like i can't go on twitter for seven days to watch a show without spoilers like it's a bit difficult.
0: Yeah, almost have to just expect, you know, you're going to have spoilers. And you're going to have to watch it knowing who won and who lost and just enjoy it for the, you know, the the quality of the match. And the, if it's the outcome you want it or not, you know, it's, 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 it's wrestling, it, you know, it's also, it's also becoming a bigger issue now because of the match length, um,
1: which is also something we talk about a lot. Cause I, I'm not a big, you know, like, Oh, I, I can't have a match longer than a certain amount, but I am somebody who's like, okay. I say that, like, the perfect Joshi wrestling match is probably, like, 12, 13 minutes. Like, anything longer than that is excess. Anything shorter than that is, you know, like, going at a fast pace. And, you know, so, like, that's, you know, whatever. But, uh, like I said, Maya versus Shuri. I personally absolutely love that match. But, knowing, going into it, that was a 28-minute singles match where Mayu retains was a bit of a, a thing to overcome. To be like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to sit here for 30 minutes... Watch Mayu and Sherry wrestler wrestle and see Mayu win with the dragon suplex. So I'm just going to do that now and I'm going to enjoy it. And then I watched it and I was like, this is great. Like I enjoyed it because I was able to do that. And I recognize that some people have a harder time doing that. Even I have a harder time doing that when I'm not as interested in it. So it's like a lot of DDM matches that go long. I'm just like, I don't want to watch that. And I love DDM. Like I, I enjoy them. I like them. Like I'm fine with all of them. I know you're a bit of a of a Julia there, <laughs> but you know I I don't mind any of them but it's like I just don't have the like patience to be like okay here's this Julia singles match it's 30 minutes I'm going to sit down and enjoy it I just can't do that as easily as I can with Mayu mm-hmm. and with you know Momo and Utami had that one draw that was really good like that that's becoming an issue that I think live shows would fix because They can have longer matches on live shows, and it wouldn't be like, okay, I need to sit down and watch this 30-minute match. Let's go. Like, it's that that wouldn't be a part of it. It, We would just be like, oh, this is going long. Okay, and that would be the that would be the response to stuff like, okay, how am I going to sit through this? And that's that's a big problem that I see with Stardom right now too.
0: See, but I don't see a financial reason for them to make the investment in it yet. Oh, that's true. You know, I, I I want it too. But I, from their perspective, I don't see a financial reason for them to do it. I mean, people are subscribing and, and following it now as it is. You know, I, I don't think they want to be the biggest in the world yet. You know, I yeah. think they're they're happy with where they are, and you know, pretty much catering mostly to the Japanese audience. You know, not so much the the foreign audience. So, yeah, I think down the road, I think we're obviously we're eventually going to see it, the live shows, but yeah, I don't think think there's a reason for them to do it from from their perspective yet.
1: Yeah, and it's it's. A matter of, like, I always ask, like, I feel like every week I'm asking, like, a Discord server, like, hey, when does Stardom's, uh, like, server get renewed? Because they just renewed it uh, early last year. And they're always, like, I don't know, like, three more years. And I'm just like, damn, bro, that sucks. <laughs> like, because cause that's, that's the issue. And it's like, one of my friends is like, they can do it. Like, I know the the, the website that they're using. They can do live shows, like other people do live shows. And I was like, well, for some reason, they can't. So I'm not going to question why they can't. It just sucks that they can't. So I'm going to wait until they get a new, you know, server to bombard them with that.
0: But it's just like,
1: yeah, it's it's tough. I
0: mean, they have the New Japan World infrastructure in place if they if Bushiro decided to do it. So yeah, <laughs> you, you kind of I mean, because Tokyo Joshi Pro DDT, they do their thing together and stuff. And, you know, and uh yeah icerbin does a pretty good live show as well. so yeah, it's uh, I, I don't uh, and I understand th- why, but i I don't like it
1: <laughs> exactly yeah thats that's that's how it is with a lot in stardom <laughs> right now, where it's like it's like I get it. I understand like I completely like it's fair, but I do not I'm not a fan of this being the way that we're that we're doing this, okay, whatever, like this is like a mm like that's that's a lot of my opinion same thing with what happened with um, TCS where it's like afterwards i was like oh well jungle is injured and she's probably been like you know like holding herself together for the past like couple weeks um you know and then konami's the only one left in Tokyo Cyber Squad that isn't uh, a kid or death yamasan so i kind of understand why Tokyo Cyber Squad couldn't keep going mm-hmm. but i also didn't like it the way that they did it so i was just like uh, you know this is like like, I understand why you're doing it, and I understand why it needed to happen, but I,
0: I don't like it. <laughs> like, that's, that's just, yeah, a lot of stardom right now. So who are your top five in stardom right now? Give me your, your top five favorite. They don't have to be the best wrestlers. Who are your just top five people you enjoy watching? Okay. Uh, Azumi is number one. because mm-hmm. like After
1: Africa gets left, Azumi just sort of, like, was... Because
0: uh, Azumi
1: is my age. Or uh, the same grade. She's a couple months older than me, uh, so it's like I remember she was one of the other first Joshua wrestlers I watched too. Was so basically I, I watched that Ring of Honor show and then I went on YouTube and was like, okay, what's Stardom? And there was one Stardom show that was like on YouTube that somebody like pirated on YouTube and I watched it and the first match was Azumi versus Ruka, and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Like like I I, I take this and then I looked it up and I was like, Azumi's my age and i was you know 15 years old at this point i was like i am doing nothing with my life jesus christ <laughs> and i and after that i was like this girl is amazing like like she's do you see her like that and that was just always my opinion of azumi at that point so it's like azumi's always been like uh, top 5 for me and now she's probably my number 1 because of all the um the leaving and all the all that stuff uh, so yeah azumi is probably number 1 um, saya ida is probably number 2 Because uh, she was trained, and she is the uh, canonical remnants of Hazuki and Kagetsu. So, and they very much like talk about that, or at least they used to. um, That's like Kagetsu and Hazuki were like. Once we leave, Sayada is like carrying on what we're doing. Like, like she is our like she's she's our urn. (laughs) <laughs> She's the person who's gonna keep us going, you know? And I'm just like, okay, well, I'm investing everything I own in Sayaida then. <laughs> Cause obviously. Um and then after that, uh probably Momo, uh Jumbo and Mayu. Yeah. yeah. Cause yeah, you can't you can't really leave Mayu
0: off of the list. No, any any stardom list has to have Mayu on it. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I'm was like, i forgetting somebody important.
1: And I was like, oh yeah, it's
0: the world champion. Cool. Yeah, that's, that's... So going back and watching the older uh, wrestling, tell me your your top five people you've discovered by watching older Joshi. Um, Megumi Kudo and Combat
1: Toyota are the two FMW girls that, actually, and Shark Tsuchiya, Um three FMW girls who are all absolutely amazing. Um, I can, I can list, like, 20,
0: because <laughs> I just
1: thought about it. It's like, that's three from one promotion. There's, like, six promotions. But, but um, yeah, so so those three are all amazing. Megumi Kudo is one of the best pure wrestlers of all time, and she was also amazing at deathmatches, so she's perfect. Um, Combat Toyota, one of the best monsters of all time. Um, You know, I, I think that she never... Like, obviously, Bull Nakano is the famous monster of joshi wrestling back Mm -hmm. in the day but combat toyota is so underrated in that role she is just like she's a beast and she's absolutely amazing like uh for the fmw special recently we watched her in a match with a glow wrestler who was really bad and combat toyota was just like she still found a way to make it sort of interesting and i was like how did you do that like this was not supposed to be like even any like this wasn't even supposed to be like slightly like interesting to me but she was just like going crazy and it was great um, and then Shark Suchia is a guilty pleasure wrestler because she just she like has a
0: scythe and she just stabs people like that's what she does. And that's it. That's it's great. amazing just how vi- I mean, even without the weapons and stuff, just like the moves they do are just so violent to each oh, other. For sure. For sure. Yeah,
1: it's it's insane. So, yeah, uh, Shark Suchia is my my guilty pleasure wrestler. Plus, she has a Twitter account that she posts her dogs every day, twice a day. And I
0: love it. It is so cute that's my it favorite thing so about cool. the old Joshi wrestler the, the older Joshi wrestlers is like they're just all dog pictures all the time yeah it's it's amazing
1: and it's like it's so funny because because sometimes she'll like reply to Magumakudo on, on Twitter be like hey remember when I let you on fire and then the, <laughs> and then everything else will be like oh yeah my dog's had a good day today and I was like this is awesome like this is great um so yeah those three from from FMW I'm gonna go with outside of AJW and then I'm gonna give you another five for AJW because it's just easier that way because i'm already at three um and then harley saido from jwp and llpw um and i don't know if let me think and kandori yeah so saido and kandori um they had one of the best matches i have ever seen in 1990 in june of 1990 i believe um, and it is absolutely amazing they both go on to have insane matches you know obviously um, Shinobu Kandori, known for her matches with Akira Hokuto and like, her tag matches alongside Akira Hokuto, all that stuff. Harley Saito, she was always somebody who never really got her, her real spot. She was like the OG high-speed Joshi wrestler, and it was great. She was absolutely amazing. Kicked the hell out of people. Absolutely loved her. Um, so yeah, so kudo combat, um, Sharky, uh, Saito, and Kandori for outside of AJW. Then in AJW, it's gonna be the obvious ones like Bolnikano, uh Mikohoda, um Toshiya uh, and who's my last
0: one? Who is my, my,
1: my fabled my fabled last wrestler? Uh I'm definitely forgetting someone. I'm gonna like hit myself in the head because I'm gonna be like, how did you? Oh, Dynamite Kansai. Even though she's not AJW, she's also J.W.P., but still, Dynamite yeah. Kansai. Um Great. And if you, if anybody's ever not seen like some old Joshi wrestling, they got to. Like that's that's my that's my takeaway. Like watch like if you get anything from this podcast, uh, follow me on Twitter. That's one. And and two is watch kagetsu and three is watch old Joshi wrestling because those are like that's. That's what you need in your life. Like, that's that's, that's just it.
0: That's what I, I tell the local wrestlers, because I'm, I'm friends with quite a few of them. It's like, go watch old Joshi and steal their moves and you'll be innovative.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, and that's that's <laughs> something, like, I feel like uh, getting a bit into, like, you know, I don't want to be too negative Nancy about it. But that's something that, like, I feel about uh, the revival or FTR is that it's, like, I know that y'all are like going off of the old school wrestling, the old school tag wrestling style. And I'm it's dope. Like you're you're good. It's fine. But I feel like this is so much better, this old Joshi tag style, where mm-hmm. it's like no rules and it's like, oh, you just gotta be in the corner. You gotta be like somewhat close to the other wrestler and then you can just go in. It's whatever. Who cares? Um like I <laughs> I like just like the fast paced, the insane, like, oh, I'm just gonna beat you up and then you're gonna beat me up and then I'm gonna beat you. Like there needs to be more of that in america because if there was people would be like this is absolutely insane like this is just amazing like and it would just be like and it wouldn't even be like i don't know so that's that's just my pet peeve about like the revival mindset where it's like this is true tag wrestling i'm just like okay but this is better just <laughs> saying like, the, like this is also classic like this is also like original like og stuff like this is also like so yeah somebody do that but that's point. but yeah you're right like it would be extremely innovative if people like just started doing more joshi centric stuff because and i say this all the time joshi is the like joshi's the the machine right Mm -hmm. like they take from lucha they take from puro obviously you take a lot from Puro. they take from western with their you know like more uh showmanshipy stuff They take from Euro, which is, you know, more technical stuff. They take all of that and then they make it all better and then they spit it all back out. So just pick it up. Like, just, just like, take, like, just take it and run with it. Like, it's not, like, I I feel like that would, like you said, it would make, it would make people innovative when they're just stealing. (laughs) Like, it would be great. Stuff that's 30 years old. (laughs) Exactly. Like, and, and that's the thing with the Sayido versus Kandori match is that it's like this, like today, if this match happened today... People would be going insane about it. Like, regardless, it's 30 years old, but it's like this is like innovative, insane stuff that people just don't do anymore. It was a technical masterpiece, and that's probably my fourth thing. Go find Harley Syedo versus Shinobu KanDori on YouTube.
0: Absolutely amazing. Like, it's just, uh, man. Watch Watch any Manami Toyota match as well. You know, yeah. just anything. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's It's just it's it's better than most things you're gonna watch now.
1: Oh, for sure. And it's it gets a bit difficult because it's like it's like, man, like things, things don't hit the same, you know, <laughs> like so, like some some wrestling doesn't hit the same after watching like really, really good wrestling. And it sounds very like pretentious,
0: but it's like it's just true. Like you're getting old, you're getting old, man. Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> Get off my like, lawn. I'm, watch all I, am, of Yoshi
1: wrestling. <laughs> I am the oldest 17 year old you will ever meet, man. Like it's, it's just a, like people say it all the time, but it's just true. But, like, I was thinking about, it, like, Dynamite can sigh. Nobody is a better powerhouse, like, technician than her. So it's, like, anybody who tries is just not as good at it. <laughs> like, because she just simply power bombs you, power drives you, puts you in a Boston Crab, but she does it in a way that makes you, like, this is incredible. Like, this is so inter- Like, she doesn't do a lot, but she does everything so just, like, I don't know. I, I could... I can, Gush over like Kansai or uh, Yamato or Saida like or Saida. I have Saida on the mind or Saido Like it, I, it's just these these women. So, were
0: some insane. of them, the dropping on the heads and necks and stuff is kind of hard to watch sometimes. But I don't know if you saw it this morning. Um, there was a
1: GIF of Emi Sakura. Uh, she did a suicide dive and she just nobody caught her and she just landed on our neck and I was just like, Ooh. dude can't just do that like this is like two years into her career not even like she was just like doing it i was like why did you do that like you like we need choco we need choke pro we need choke pro in our lives you can't be doing that even though you know it's retroactive it's like 21 (laughs) years old But you can't be doing that because you need to like be alive for you to do all the other cool things you do so like just be careful like
0: i know you're fine but still so for dylan personally here now for you where where do you like to, I mean, a career in, in wrestling in some aspect? Is that is that something that would uh, be attractive to you?
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm always very much, like, toying with the idea of, like, oh, I want to train to be a wrestler. But at the same time, it's like, do I want my neck broken? Because, like, <laughs> you know, like, uh, so, like, part of me is still, like, I'm that. Part of me isn't. So check back in a year, I'll either be a wrestler or I will still be thinking about being a wrestler um other than that a big part of me you know just wants to grow our two podcasts and another mm-hmm. big part of me there's a small goal uh especially after the women's 100 is to write about Joshi for Pwi because um, mm-hmm. they do not have enough Joshi coverage and that's something that I really want to bring to a bigger scale and it's like I always I always felt that that's like what I want out of out of like writing and about content creation at least in the wrestling aspect you know whether i become a wrestler or not i want to spread the word of joshi wrestling and i want people to like appreciate joshi wrestling as much as i do and as much as they likely should and given that stardom is doing well like just like from a monetary standpoint and they're likely going towards a new boom period whether we like it or not and whether you know there are small things that tick us off or not like they're moving towards the you know they're moving towards the Tokyo Dome at the end of the day. Like, that's the goal of every Japanese company is to run the Tokyo Dome. And they're moving towards that slowly but surely. And as that starts happening, I want people to know about it. So, yeah, it's a bit of a small and, like, also huge goal is to write for PWI. Um, I was never even, like, a big PWI kid. So it's kind of, like, a, a weird, like, you hear every writer for PWI is like, oh, I read this as a kid. It's like, I started reading it, like, two months ago, but like, you know, I would, I would check it out every once in a while. But uh, yeah, that's, that's something that I sort of want to do just, just because I feel like more people should know about Joshi wrestling. And uh, there was only like four Joshi names on the PWI 100. And it's like, I get it. There was a very uh, competitive year, but I want it to be better. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Cause my, my first inclination was to this past week's podcast was to go on and, and rip pwi for what they did but i'm like no you know the people were happy that were on the list so i'm not gonna you know crap all over it but they do they do need uh, some better uh, representation as far as the, the joshi community goes
1: especially because like i said there was four joshi wrestlers and then there was also b and jamie who if you want to count you can count but you know um, i love jamie Hader. just let me get that out of the way i absolutely me love jamie too Hader. favorite at least one of my favorite gaijin's of all time in stardom um I was talking about how Shayna Baszler would be the best guy if she was in Stardom right now, but obviously she's not. So Jamie Hayter is absolutely amazing. I wish that she was over there, and I can't wait until she makes her return. But, you know, not not counting them, there are four Joshi names on, like, four Stardom names on the the list, and it was Mayu, Momo, Utami, and Julia. And I love Momo to death, but Momo was... 27th or something, and then Julia was 55th, and Julia didn't lose a match until like a month ago. <laughs> she also won two tournaments and the second. Like, like it's just a matter of like, okay, so you guys clearly don't watch it, and that's fine. But like, I'll watch it for you, and I'll tell you like, it, like this, like we could we can make this work. Like, that's more <laughs> my mind, mindset because it's like. It's like I'm I'm happy for, for Momo to get twenty eighth, but it's like she's literally this has literally been her worst year as a as a like K wrestler. Like she's just not done anything. So like that like that just like small things like that is just like I could do this better. Like it's it's a little like thing in the back of my head. So it's like, yeah, that's that's a little goal that I wanna write a bit for PWI. Uh other than that, I just wanna, you know, do my thing and keep writing for Deadlock because I love Deadlock. Keep writing for Last Word, love Last Word, and keep doing my podcast. Hopefully, they like, grow a little bit. And
0: yeah, that's, I'm just chilling. So, Dylan, we're going to wrap this up. Where can we find you on social media, buddy? Um, on Twitter, I am at xxichiban, you know, like
1: number one, because big Suzuki Goon mark, also a uh, huge, huge Suzuki mark. But yeah, so xxitchiban on Twitter, um it's pretty much it, actually. Uh, at vtg pod also on twitter that's where i post updates for the podcasts um pretty rarely because i like i got locked out of that account for like two months and now i'm just like oh yeah i guess i'll use it again but you know that's that's where you'll get updates for the podcast more than anything a couple old joshi stuff that i take from cultable mccano uh who's also a good twitter account you guys should follow Mm -hmm. at at cultable on twitter and um style pile driver on instagram um great guy love that dude to death he posts some mm. amazing classic joshi content i uh, love his stuff too yeah yeah and then follow out Al- actually alex doesn't want people to follow him on twitter so yeah <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it yeah and then check out deadlockpw.com um i write a lot there check out last word on prowrestling.com um uh, yeah uh, i i write a lot I, I i'm trying to do everything honestly at this point uh, i started making a few music videos you know like little like fan cam type things uh, I just want to do everything that I possibly can because it's just fun. Like, that that's my fun in wrestling at this point because, like, there's not a lot of new stuff that's happening that's, like, really interesting, like, that, like, is grabbing my attention. So, just, like, creating stuff surrounding the things that do is really my, like, that's, that's what I go to when wrestling is on a down point for me, you know what I mean? Where it's, mm-hmm. like, just creating things that I enjoy regarding wrestling because there's always something that I love about wrestling, even if it gets hard sometimes because, like I said, it, there's a lot of bad in wrestling. But, you know, it's like looking at the good and then creating things along the lines of the good and with the good and, like, all that. That's where I find joy in wrestling. So, yeah, uh, check out the places that I write. Uh, check out that Super Patch Wolf video, um, Why We Love Villains Wrestling. It has a big fiend face on it. Um, I helped him out on the to part. Very proud of that, too. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it awesome thank you so much
0: for joining me today i appreciate it very much man thank
1: you for having me it was a pleasure uh i love your stuff and i i'm just i'm really honored to be on here